0: Welcome to Cali Stars Young and Famous with Christina Rule. And I'm Christina Rule. And I'm your podcast host. I think this is the very first podcast for Latinx kids, by Latinx kids, about Latinx kids. And yes, you guessed it. I'm Latina. My family is in the entertainment business movies, TV shows, cable news, magazines. But hey, this is not just about me. This is all for you and the next generation. Meet the young and famous stars who are making their dreams come true. I hope they can inspire you like they inspire me. Hi, it's me, Christina. And today, I'm kind of super nervous because I've been researching today's guest and loving everything she's done for so long. She's so funny. I'm like one of her biggest fans. And today is the day I get to interview the comedian, actress, and competitive abuela. Her name is Laura Di Lorenzo. Laura once did a skit where she was reading one of my articles that was in Catalina Magazine. And she was reading it in a doctor's waiting room. All of us were jumping up and down. I couldn't believe it. Today, I want to know everything about her comedy because she's not afraid to say something crazy for all of us to enjoy. And I think the craziest part is that my sister and I can relate to most of her stories. And she makes us feel normal for not being normal. Before she calls, here's a clip of Lauda on her own Me Too show, Lauda's Corner.
1: Hey guys, I'm Laura. When I first moved to this country from Venezuela with my mom, I lived with my aunt, her husband, and my cousin, Danette. Danette shared everything with me, because we were both kind of the same age. I was like two years older than her. But as much as she shared, we also fought a lot about anything and everything. Why? I don't know. I've, I kind of like fighting a little bit. I don't know why. As much as we fought, nothing brought us together like a good old show for the family. Each and every time there was a party, me and Danette, were go to her room and we would like choreograph the whole thing. She would sing several songs. I would dance to several songs. One of her favorite songs was Hero by Mariah Carey. I would dance and lip-sync to Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle. Y'all know your girl. And it was always like, there was like a low-key competition between us, but it was like a healthy competition. And then as the night grew darker, there was one song that both of us had to prove who had what it took. In it all. This was the song to prove yourself. Like, yeah, she sang, yeah, I danced, but this song was it. And that song was Oho Sasi by Shakira. Whenever they put that song, me and Danette would go crazy. That was the song for you to be like, okay, this is it, this is the last song of the night. And on top of that, that song is intense as hell it was like, who is it? Who's the best dancer? Who has what it takes? Who's gonna step up to the plate and show the whole family that you are it? I don't know if y'all heard that song, but it was like. And her would look at each other. Because the song gets more intense. So as we're dancing and like seeing who's the best, like we're also trying to be sexy at the same time. So it's intensity and sexy and you're eight years old and you're 11 years old and you're trying to be sexy and intense at the same time. And I'm sure it was a little uncomfortable for our family, for, you know, their little girls trying to be sexy, but they never said anything. So we had to be even sexier. No one is stopping us. Let me tell you something, we were not quitters. That song is like six minutes long. We'd be like this at the end. Like you see our little veins popping from like our little selves. At the end of the night, no one really won because our family's not gonna say who wins. We're both two little girls, obviously. But you know your girl won every once in a while. My cousin Danette won every once in a while too. Like we would be like, yeah, it was good tonight. You're good. It's like, yeah, you too. It's like low-key each of us. I'm sure we're like, obviously it was me. Do you agree, Danette? Did you guys perform for family gatherings and compete against each other with your cousins? If so, what songs did you sing? What songs did you dance to? Who won? Who was the best? What were the songs? Let me know. I will read all of this. Till then... You know what? I, to this day, I don't know what she says. I'm gonna look up the lyrics right now.
0: hi is this laura yes it is hi laura um hi i'm christina hi christina i'm nervous to interview you because you're so funny (laughs)
2: thank you you have to be nervous i'm normal too
0: (laughs) um well that's the actually the theme of today's podcast. Why are you oh. so funny? Oh, and I'm recording. Okay,
2: good to know, good to know.
0: I just need to say that you're so amazing on Lodek Corner. Oh, thank you. That brings us to a question. How are you not afraid to say so much, like, personal stuff?
2: Um, I have a big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I like to talk a lot, and I like to tell people about my experiences, and sometimes my experiences, I find them to be really funny, and I kind of want to share it, even if it's embarrassing. I'm not really shy. Um, One of my favorite comedians, um, I think it was Amy Poehler, she once said, vain is the death of comedy. So I take that very seriously, and I try not to be too vain or kind of care too much about what people
0: think. I just want to make people laugh. (laughs) Well, job done, because you make me laugh every single day. Oh, my gosh. Well, great. (laughs) And, um, you... I can relate to so much stuff that you say. Oh, yeah? Like what? Um, like, um... Let me think, there's so much, Um, well, my sister, something really personal, um, but you made her feel normal, because she wasn't feeling so, like, normal with one thing, and then when you, when we saw that you had it too, um, she felt so good.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. That's why I like talking because sometimes people are afraid to talk about things that are embarrassing to them, but I don't mind because I know that I know that people will relate to me no matter what I say. There's there's so many people up there. So I'm glad. I'm glad she was able to relate and feel normal.
0: How did you learn how to be a storyteller in the first place?
2: Um The earliest memory that I can remember is when funny things would happen to me at school, I would come home and I would tell my mom and my aunt and my cousin immediately, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're not going to guess what happened to me today. This crazy thing happened, and I would kind of gather my family around, and they would all sit down and listen to me, and they would laugh, and that really encouraged me to to keep making them laugh. I wanted to have a story for them every single day. So I, I think my family encouraged me a lot. That was very helpful.
0: So what made you want to, like, be a storyteller and like, your career? Because you like telling it to your fair telling funny stories to your family. What made you think, huh, I should be a storyteller on Me Too?
2: <laughs> um... Well, I had never really thought about it before, about being a storyteller. I knew that I liked telling stories to my friends, and that made them laugh. And then when I was working at Miku as a video producer, they were like, oh, you should come up with your own show. I was like, I wonder what it could be about. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to tell stories about things that have happened to me. My friends laugh. Maybe people on the Internet will laugh, too. And that's when I started experimenting with um, with storytelling at Too and like the first few stories are, I didn't think I did that well, to be honest. It wasn't until maybe like the tenth story that I really started to get used to it, that I felt comfortable, that I found my groove, and I was like, oh, I think I'm pretty good at this, I'm getting better, but practice definitely made made me better and i have over 30 stories now
0: 30 i was amazed at 10 now 30.
2: i think so i think i have about 30. it might be in the 20s i don't know i'm and now i'm working on loudest corner season three
0: i heard and that's so amazing because because i love watching you on YouTube. And seeing all the funny stories. And turns out you're on season three of your funny stories.
2: Yeah, I'm running out of stories. <laughs> just kidding. Something interesting happens to me all the time. Too, too often.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, on Instagram, you use, like, Snapchat filters. Um, And just make a funny story without even talking. You can make a funny story out of everything. Like, tell... Um, stubbing your toe. My sister can also uh, relate to <laughs> stubbing the toe.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, that that I think everyone could definitely relate to that, and it definitely hurt.
0: <laughs> um why aren't you afraid of being an ugly abuela on like YouTube? Why am I not afraid? Yeah, anything. of anything. Why are you not afraid?
2: Um. Well, like I said, vain is the death of comedy. I don't like to... A lot of people today in today's, you know, society and internet, everything has to be very perfect and pretty and... I decided that I didn't want to do that. I don't mind looking pretty. I love looking pretty, but everyone's always doing that. And so I like looking ugly sometimes because I think it's funnier than looking pretty. I mean, yeah, you can look pretty, but I like making people laugh. You know what I mean? That's, I love doing that. So, so that's why I'm not afraid. I'm, I, if, if I'm making people laugh, that's great for me. I'm, just, I'm like perfect.
0: You're like mission accomplished.
2: Exactly.
0: Check mark. <laughs> I love making people laugh too, but who knew it could actually be a career?
2: I did not know that either. I did not know that. I mean, I saw people, I saw comedians when I was little like Jerry and Lucille Ball, but I didn't know that I could actually do that until then until I moved to LA,
0: then how would you find out in LA? You can't just stop at until I moved to LA.
2: <laughs> well, I decided. I decided to take a chance on myself. I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live, which is a comedy show. I've always wanted I've, to be in it, but I didn't. Uh huh.
0: I've seen Saturday Night. Saturday Night Live. Sorry. How did you learn? To make people laugh.
2: Oh my gosh, that's a that's a hard question. And sometimes people ask me that, and I don't know how to answer. I think that whenever I made my, I made my parents laugh. I would do funny things that would make them laugh. Um, and then I did the same with my friends. I would always make them laugh. I would find things that would make them laugh. I don't know how or why. I just like the attention. A lot. Whenever someone would laugh I'd be like, How can I do that again? Maybe I could do it differently. I watched a lot of comedy. Lots and lots of comedy. And I think that I think that's how I don't know. I think it's always been some a part of me. My mom when I was little I used to watch I Love Lucy a lot. Yeah. Maybe from watching her I learned. I
0: do <laughs> I've watched I Love Lucy.
2: She's great. Do you find her funny?
0: Yeah. The um V Vita Vita Vegemin.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: my favorite one. Me too. Get it? Me too? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> well, um, what do you consider yourself? A storyteller, a comedian? What do um, you consider yourself?
2: I'm a comedian. And that entails uh, a lot, right? I mean, you could be you could be a comedian and be a storyteller. You could be a comedian and be a writer. You could be a comedian and be an actor. Um, so I like to say that I'm a comedian. Yeah, I'm a comedian, definitely. Of course, because I am a storyteller, but my stories are because. There's different types of storytelling, right? There's serious ones, there's th- there's storytelling, there's every type of storytelling, but I, my focus is definitely comedy.
0: Um, since you're so busy, and I always ask this, <laughs> um, what's your advice on like, how to set your confidence?
2: Oh my gosh. I don't know, I think... I think that I really believe in myself, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I don't believe in myself, and then I procrastinate, and then that makes me feel worse, so don't procrastinate, it's a big one, I suffer from that sometimes, but I think believing in yourself and really knowing that you're good at it, and sometimes you fail, people are not perfect, but, but knowing that you're good enough helps me have the confidence that I have. To be a storyteller. I've made a few people laugh. That's good enough for me. To continue going and making other people laugh. And if they don't laugh, well, that's not my crowd. I'll go somewhere else. Does that answer? That's
0: that's (laughs) the definition. That's really powerful. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, thank you so much.
2: Oh my gosh, thank you for for interviewing (laughs) me. Thank you. (laughs) You're very talented. You're very good at it. Thank yeah, you great so questions. much,
0: and you're really good at being a comedian storyteller.
2: Oh, stop it.
0: it! Um, are you a YouTuber? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And are you one?
2: Um, uh, you know, I don't really consider myself a YouTuber, and I—it's not a bad thing at all. There are many, many talented YouTubers. Um, Jenny Lorenzo being one of them. I love her and I definitely look up to her. She was one of my mentors mentors when I first started. Um so it's definitely a great thing because it helps people. Oh, it's noise. Um there's a lot of people that are very talented and that use their creativity on the YouTube platform. So I definitely think it's a good thing. Um I think that sometimes people Some people get carried away into wanting everything to be perfect and wanting to look perfect, and that's what I don't like about YouTube, but not everyone is like that. Um, You don't have to be perfect and look perfect and have everything in your background look and be perfect. I don't like that at all. I think, you know, everyone always says, be yourself, be yourself. It's true, be yourself, because sometimes... Some YouTubers, they all kind of look alike. They all have the same background, the same voice, the same look. And you have to be able to step outside of those boundaries. So I don't do a lot of YouTube videos outside of Me Too.
0: Um The first one um, I have ever watched of you um, was the Abuela competing.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, when Jenny Jenny and I were working together at Meetu we were trying to figure out how we can work together. And she's like, well, I have this character. And I was like, well, I have a character that's kind of like that, but she's sassier. So we're like, why don't we just do competing grandmas? And we're like, great, let's do it. And that's how it was born. So I don't do a lot of YouTube videos outside of Me Too, like, for when I did the voice of Selena in Spanish. I'm also yes, a voice I, actress.
0: I heard about that. Oh, my God. I'm, yeah. I'm going to watch it. I definitely Oh, good. Am. Watch it in
2: Spanish with English subtitles
0: if you want. Oh, um, and I inter- Madison, and Taylor. I interviewed um Madison Taylor, the actress of Selena. Oh, really? The girl. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> Good. She's amazing. And you're nice. So now I have interviewed two Selinas. <laughs> <laughs> there you <he> go. <goes. laughs> well, is there anything I forgot?
2: Nope, I think you got everything.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. You are amazing and funny and I can't even explain. <laughs> I can't even oh my gosh. To explain. What do you what do you
2: what, do, what about you? What
0: do you like to do? What what do you want to be when you grow up? Um what I'm doing um right now and um I love making people laugh, so maybe I can do that or I've done so much research and it's so much fun to do research especially when I'm interviewing someone as fun as you so so yeah I love podcasting and I love that's great well
2: you're really good at it and if you want to really also make people laugh you could also take classes because I also took classes I took improvisation classes improv that helped me a lot I I wasn't just born funny I also took lots of classes I went to college I took a lot of classes Um, starting at 18, I started taking, that was when I first did my, my first improv class. And then when I was in middle school and high school, I had, you know, I was in acting in drama class. So yeah, if you're super passionate about it, go for it, do it. It's not impossible. And you know, you have your, your mom's support, which is probably the most important thing. The fact that she's supporting you and helping you with your podcast and just encouraging you, you're already halfway there. You really are. And you're already doing
0: this, girl. You got this. Uh, Well, thank you so much. And you've definitely got it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I
2: really do. Thank you.
0: Everybody here who's listening has to definitely follow you on Instagram because you're amazing. <laughs> yes, they
2: do. Thank you so much for saying that.
0: And see Laura's Corner, Laura's yeah. Corner. Well, I hope you
2: guys liked it. Thank you so much for interviewing me,
0: guys. Can can you say um goodbye to me as the abuela? Yes. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. okay bueno, <laughs> bueno, mi vida, que dios te bendiga. Muchísimas gracias for having me on your podcast. Okay, <laughs> you did a very, very good. Yo.
0: So, congratulations. Thank you so much.
1: This
0: is Mirta slash Laura. Uh, Oh, my God. Thank you so
1: much. Abuela. Oh, Thanks again for everything.
0: (laughs) You're so amazing. Bye. Bye. I love that Abuela Mirta say goodbye to me lauda is just so funny you should definitely follow her on instagram go to my instagram at christina for pictures and more info on where to find lauda oh and don't forget to catch her on her third season of Lauda corner on MeToo channel i almost forgot to gab about gabbing on my new kid friendly gab wireless phone it's made to be safe for kids to use I could text and call the people I love. As a back-to-school special, use the code CATALINA10, that's CATALINA10, for 10% off at checkout. Oh, and there's a Gab watch that's actually a phone. Check out the different styles and colors at GabWireless.com right after this podcast. P.S., I plan to pose with my Gab Wireless phone for my Instagram page because I just love it and feel so cool having it. Oh, and send me a picture of you posing with your Gab phone or Gab Watch phone, and I'll post it on my Instagram. Just make sure the grown-ups in your life know. This is all thanks to my amazing patrons who support Catalina Starr's podcast. Thank you to Stephanie, David Brody, Tammy, Steven, Car Dad, John, Alexander, Thomas Salesman, Vincenza, Isa, Louis Dean, and Superstar King Mike. Thank you, bye!